Welcome to the Conscious Caravan podcast. I'm Jonathan. And my name is Torbjörn. And this is the podcast for all you people out there wanting to live more conscious lives. So, conversations... Uh, in nature. Close, close to the yurt in nature. Because the yurt is too warm. <laughs> That's what it is. Let's see if this thing is recording even with us on. Yep. It's gone live. We are live in slash outside the yurt. I just want to say like, uh, super nice to be in person, Tobin. Are you, uh, you? you wait to say that until we're on uh, a recording? <laughs> what do you mean? How convenient. I said that to you when you first got here off the train. It was really nice. And, uh, I'm just happy to be here in person, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a different energy when we're here in real life than behind the screen. So, um, very cool, very excited for this this conversation. How are you feeling, Toby? Yeah, it is a different energy, but also with you, I feel like it's. I feel because I feel like we're very relaxed at each other's company, so it it still feels very much the same in a way. This yeah. is just like in in HD. <laughs> just, there's more uh, 3D detail. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a that's a very good point. And you you were saying just before we jumped on this um, podcast or conversation, you was you were saying this about like. That when we're together, then you get these ideas or get like kind of creativity or you get right. your ends. And I was saying to you like, okay, what is the difference between me and another person in your, like in your energy field or being together with you? What is, what is that? Can right. you uh, shed some light on that, Tevin? Because I'm always confused. My mind's always confused when you uh, say that. Well, but you're like, but but you're humble, right? So you're not really aware of how special you are because you are as humble as you are. Maybe that's a good thing, you know? <laughs> Maybe that. But <clears throat> it, it, it makes me think about like, like I sometimes I tell this story when I meet other people who are like different or special like we are. Um, and I tell them about how when I was young, I always thought I was a really boring person because whenever I was talking to someone, I would never have anything interesting to say. And I would sit across from someone or with someone or in a group and just nothing, I would have nothing to say, nothing came up. And I started to conclude that I was just kind of a boring person. And, you know, that's what that is. Couldn't do much about that. But then one day I met an interesting person and then instantly I had so many, suddenly I had like funny jokes, I had humor, I had things I wanted to talk about, things I wanted to say. Hmm. And that's when I realized that input and output are connected. Receiver and sender are connected. So if you're disconnected from other people, then this isn't the case. If you're disconnected from other people, then you, you might meet like a professor or someone who just, one of those people or like a weird uncle they start talk, telling stories and the person who's listening isn't really interested. Yeah. Right, so people who are disconnected, 
they can say anything to anyone. But someone who is a little bit connected to themselves will start to feel connected to others. And what happens is then that they're not going to have they're not going to have things they want to say that the other person can't understand or receive. So there's a connection. It's kind of like because what, what's really happening between people is energy is being exchanged. And uh, like my, I'm not too sharp on this natural sciences stuff, but as far as I understand, electricity moves between a minus and a plus pole, right? Yeah. And for electricity to arise, there has to be both poles. Electricity is not going to arise just if one pole is there. So just like electricity arises when there is a plus and a minus pole, Ideas and conversation and energy arises when there are two people who can share some of it. So when I'm talking with you, I always say that you're, you can understand me in a way that most people can't understand me. Um, and you say, well, how do, you, how do you know that? Why do you say that? What is special about me? And I say, well, when I'm with you, there are all these things I want to say, and I don't want to say them when I'm with anyone else. They come up because you can receive them. And when I then do say them, this is the proof. When I do say them, I see that you understand it. And then we have a conversation about it. Like we're having right now? Like we're having right now, yeah. <clears throat> so and something that comes to me when you're saying that actually, Toben, is this with like a- It's so weird to have you right here when we're talking. I'm so used to having a screen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, it's so I, weird. I notice I'm like seeing you behind the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little weird. It is, isn't it? I have to get used to it. I'm like, hang on a second, what's going on? Yeah, this is very real right now. Yeah. It's interesting to notice that as well. Notice like the, the weirdness or notice like how we're sitting and like that it's not a screen. Yeah. And something that kind of came up to me you know, with, within me when you were saying this is this with like uh, the, the frequency kind of thing. So yeah. just as like a radio has a frequency and you dial into that frequency, it's like when we're together, our energy or our frequency is dialed into each other and yeah. so we're able to kind of hit, like uh, understand each other or hear each other or maybe me understand you and and, and vice versa and it's, and it's like that I, with I a lot very of much, I very much understand you as well you're speaking right so that I understand it yeah and it's like with like with most people in our life when we meet somebody we can straight away feel within ourselves, like whether you can um yeah, feel like you're on the same frequency or not. Yeah. And it's it's um it's just amazing when you when you do uh yeah, when you are with people that you were, that you kind of vibe with or you're on that, that frequency, the aliveness or the energy or the what comes up, like you said, when we're together, um, is quite kind of beautiful and quite quite special because it's it's coming from um a certain intelligence you could say yeah it's coming from a, a layer within you that maybe you don't get to kind of express um all the time you could say or with with every person because some people just don't get it or some people you would say this to and they'll just be like what planet <laughs> are you on like where where like who like what <laughs> yeah 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 some people don't understand us but some people will like shame us or attack us if they don't get what we're saying yeah, some people don't like it when we don't play into their expectations that's just that's just up to them yeah yeah so it's uh 
and sometimes and when you have sometimes you when you, you when you really feel a disconnect sometimes you meet people and you can you can it's almost it's almost even obvious to other people that you you can't talk together mm. like whatever you're saying they don't understand it and whatever they're replying you don't get it yeah and it's such a struggle because you're you're, miss, you're missing each other like yeah. completely missing and there's there's very little feeling in that or very little kind of like connect that like connection or like kind of you feel like you can't really be yourself maybe yeah. or kind of like kind of yeah yeah it's usually because that's actually a good point you can't be yourself it's usually because the way i experience it when i in such a conversation is that there are certain things of myself that the other person don't want me to share mm. so i'm like um They have there are certain they, they have certain things in themselves that they have a hard time being with like emotions or thoughts or whatever. And since I naturally represent those things because I'm normally just feeling and thinking whatever I'm feeling and thinking, then it becomes this weird negotiation between someone who doesn't want too much of what you are, but at the same time you're trying to get something past the the filter that each of you have and get something through or whatever. Um. You said something off camera before about um, if, when somebody is not willing to go to that place within themselves, within that emotion, maybe it's painful, maybe it's just something that's, I don't know, that, that have, they have some history with and then they're just not willing to go to that, that yeah. place. Is that kind of like what you're talking about now? Or? Yeah, I think, I think for a lot of, there may be people who just don't have the capacity to, to meet you on, on a certain level. That's possible. I don't know entirely about that, but there are definitely people who don't want to meet you there because it requires them to go into things that they find unpleasant or scary or painful. Hmm. There was a girl, uh, I started talking to a girl or a woman eight or nine years ago. And uh, I came to start like helping her with some spiritual questions and all that stuff and she was very religious at the time and through our conversation she has sort of a she had sort of a breakdown at one point uh, which wasn't intentional on my end or her end and she stopped talking to me for like three years or whatever but what we find out found out we're still talking today and she's she's come very far since then what we found out was that she used the religion to stay away from like a really really huge fear she had like she had so much fear inside because her um what had happened in her past had created such a fear of 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 dying uh, and death um and religion was her buffer between her and that fear so when i started to question her religion her religious beliefs she reacted very strongly to that and she eventually had a sort of a breakdown because the the buffer came down and then all the emotions hit her and on in the long run that ended up being a good thing but at the time she thought that i was the devil or something and she hmm. she kept her distance and then after some years she came back and she's not religious anymore now she's spiritual and stuff but that was very much a an example of how we have certain buffers that keeps us away from certain things that we have a hard time facing. And those are also the ones that keep us from being able to communicate with others. 
and these blockages within ourselves. Because that's what I hear from you. Like there's yeah, there are like certain <coughs> barriers and certain blockages within our, our yeah. in our body that we're just kind of like it's it's a, a, a triggering point or a pain point. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about what we do uh, with therapy and stuff like that is that it really provides that space for people to actually start leaning into these pain points, into these blockages or giving space for them. And um, yes, yes, at times there's, there's uh, a lot of emotion and a lot of yeah. release and a lot of kind of um, letting go of some of those things and becoming aware and also letting go and freeing up yourself and your your um your being to kind of to 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 live and to express and to kind of and to to interact differently with these emotions and um that's i mean what a gift yeah What a gift it is to be with you here today, Turin. It's so, so, so happy we're doing this. I'm so happy you told me earlier that uh, you're like, oh yeah, I could take a nap right now. Because like, I, I remember, and then you, and then I, we talked about, it, then you did it, and you you took a nap, and now you have more energy. Like, why wouldn't people do what they needed to do with their friends? Yeah, I remember I was or just uh, in general, right? Like, yeah, be natural. Yeah. Like I was going to a party with some work colleagues some years back and I was like, we were in the car and I was like, you know, we're starting pretty early. We're going to, you know, drink and stuff. And I was like, you know, I might take like a 30 minute nap or something before the party starts. We were, it was like four o'clock or something. Yeah. I'm like, what? You can't do that. And, and, you know, it was like, one of them was like, oh, well, okay. That's, it was a little weird, but you can do it or whatever. And I was, and I was like, it is such a strange world we live in. Like, if someone is tired and they need a nap before a party, and there's plenty of time, or whatever. Then we'd rather not do it because if we imagine that it's weird or whatever, and the mm. person might be tired all day because they needed the nap, and everyone's fun is reduced because the person isn't allowed to just do what they want, or the person could just take the fucking nap, and people could like. It's such a. It's such a weird world we live in sometimes. Yeah, there's so many, so much thoughts around what other people think and yeah. about kind of living within their, what they, what other people want or like what, what their needs are and things like that instead of just kind of being with people also that you can just express yourself and be yourself and just say honestly like, I'm pretty tired right now, pretty wrecked, I just need to have a nap and then now we're here having this conversation and there's a lot of energy that's kind of come up yeah. from that so it's like I mean and the thing the cool thing with that is that when you we allow ourselves to just express and to be who we really are we feel very different about being in the energy or being in the with the, the person or being in the environment that we are because we can we can just kind of be light with it and be ourselves and just kind of yeah <laughs> yeah that's one of the other reasons why i i find it so easy to communicate with you is like like i told you like i would i was thinking about like oh i should do like a podcast in danish or whatever who would i do it with because then i could do it with someone else and you know it could be 
because you know I've, I already do a podcast with you it would be fun to do it with someone else as well you know that people are interesting and we were talking about that and I was like I told you but I don't know anyone who can who can tolerate silence like I don't know anyone who can like you and I do is like okay if we have a minute or 30 seconds or whatever and no one's saying anything and no one has anything on their mind then we're both okay with just letting the silence be mm. because we're because silence is intimacy and we're okay with having that intimacy together and because of that no one is scared no one is sitting there thinking oh no what should i say you know that that sort of fearful anxious energy and that energy, if that energy is what drives conversation then the topic is always created by fear and that's not going to be very it's not a good energy mm. so for someone to actually for good conversation to arise <clears throat> it's necessary to have two people who are or at least are willing to lower their guard enough to be able to be silent together mm. because si silence is such an interesting thing because it's vulnerable people people think that we communicate when we talk but that's not true at all most people talk to avoid silence because when you become silent then the borders between two people start to disappear and you start to feel each other mm. you can feel each other's emotions we can start to sense each other's thoughts can i can i just say something with that yeah i was um talking with somebody actually just yesterday and they kind of said to me like how do you how do you do therapy with uh like danish people in english yeah. when, it, when it's about talking about emotions yeah and I, what i said to her I was, I was i said to her well actually from my experience with you know doing therapy with Dan danish people um it actually works very well because <laughs> you know the speaking part or the talking like putting a word around an emotion is only one part of what is actually going on underneath that emotion and and the 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 yeah the work that we're doing together yes it's like it's talking it's it's effectively called talk therapy right so you are talking but there's something else also going on underneath that and that's like i'm reminded of that when you're saying right now that yeah um communication is only or talking communication is only one part of the uh the emotion and actually the emotion is what is going on in the felt in your body and in the other person's body and that that space in between that as well Oh yeah, that's what you were talking about earlier. But like the the woman, the interpersonal. What was it? Yeah, so I I've, I've been doing this um, act acceptance and commitment therapy uh, training program. It goes for like two years, and uh, there's all different kinds of um, people who are like specialists in the uh, the act world. And there was this lady called uh, Robin Walser. Um, absolutely brilliant um person and like a very very like kind of uh what she she's she calls us she calls it like book for example act from the heart and that's a great i think reflection of she, she does this type of therapy but within that there's this whole kind of um yeah this whole uh experience of um well actually from doing the training with her right we did a lot of role plays and a lot of things like this. And she, what she talked about was this thing called intrapersonal process, which is really what's going on in my body as the therapist. 
So what are my emotions? What are my thoughts? What's happening within myself? And being aware of that. And then what's happening in the other person, in the, the client or the patient. And then this interpersonal process. So what's happening in between both of us and this thing going on in between us. And then, um, yeah, it was super interesting because I was like, we, we, we talk about this. I, yeah. We do this together, you and I, Tobin. And here's this specialist kind of like putting different words around the same thing. But essentially she's talking, well, what I got, she's talking about, you know, uh, like the, the communication happening from, from your emotion or from your stomach and from your, yeah. with the other person and this intuition or this you're kind tu of- You're tuning each other yeah. like an instrument. Yeah. Like I, I went on a rant on one of our first episodes and you just completely checked out because you didn't know what I was talking about. But in one of our first episodes, I talked about transference, which is what I call it. Okay. Which is, which yeah. is what I said when, that what, when you're actually, when you're, uh, when I'm talking, when a client, when I was working with clients, um, the real work was happening beneath what we were saying. Yeah. We, our, 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 our bodies were tuning each other and my body was tuning theirs mm. back to a, 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 a more healthy <clears throat> setting, so to speak. Um, and that's an energetic sort of um, exchange. So can I just try and understand this and also for the people listening, like what we, do you, what do you do understand it already? Yeah, but what do you what do you mean by that? Like, do you do is it kind of like are you kind of like saying that you're tuning the other person by energetically coming to a certain level so that they kind of come up to that? I don't know. Like, what what is it that you're? It actually happens automatically. Um, it's like when we talked about earlier. It's it's the same thing again with energy and with availability. You mm. can't you cannot do it to someone who doesn't want to do it. But if someone wants to be healed. Yeah. they come to you and they're open and they say you know i want to get better what do i do well we're going to be talking about some stuff and there's going to be some you're going to be having there's going to be some wisdom there's going to be some exercises you know like you do yeah but a great part of it is you're because as a therapist if you've done your own work that you are at a certain vibrational level and the greatest part you can you can do and that's why you can never help anyone who is if, you, if your vibration level is not higher, the greatest part you do is if they trust you, then they allow you to raise their, their frequency. And that happens automatically just by talking and being open. Mm. You don't have to talk. You could be sitting next to each other and do nothing. It would still happen if you had a, someone who was open to receive and someone who was open to send, right? Um, and it's the same friends do when they're meeting over conversation, good friends give each other energy. If someone is down, then they talk and the other one feels, it happens all the time. Mm. It also happens the other way around. People take other people's energy and mm. you've got energy vampires and, you know. But this is what you're talking about at the start of this conversation, this giving and receiving, right. this frequency thing. Right. And even just being in this space with somebody uh, that you're, like is, can be enough sometimes to raise that frequency within that person if they're available and open for that right that's the that's the purpose of like satsang with like spiritual masters you come there and you sit with them and then they may say something maybe they don't but it's really to raise your vibration right um so so we want to invite you to come 
<laughs> and come, come sit with us. Come sit with us. Um, but isn't that interesting yeah. that like people come to therapy to get to get fixed or get like I have this problem I want to fix it. Right. But a lot of the time in therapy, it's not like saying like okay now I'm going to fix this thing. It's yeah. actually kind of like so, somewhat the opposite of that in a way. Yeah. Yeah. You never fix the ironic. thing. You fix the person. <laughs> Maybe the person fixes themselves. Maybe the person actually is already has the things within themselves. It's just about allow uh, creating the. Um, where am I going with this? <laughs> You're going far out, baby. Going far out. I think you maybe, can. Maybe the person actually has the answers within themselves. It's yeah. just about leading them. To be able to to kind of get to that place where they where, when where they are able to kind of uh, see those answers or trust themselves enough to see them and then act upon those things within themselves, because actually within us all we have so many layers of ourselves that most of the time we're not even aware of because we're just coming from our mind and we're coming from our reacting from our thoughts or our emotions and it, underneath that. There's, there's this whole other um, part of us that when we're able to kind of tune in, able to listen to, able to come from, then a lot of other things can kind of, like a ripple effect can change in our lives. Like when you put a stone into the pond and there's a ripple of effect out from there. This uh, stone is our self, our center. And when we're able to connect to that, that source, everything else starts to shift and change from that place yep I would say that's completely true <laughs> that's it there isn't much more to it and you can have different perspectives but sometimes the way I see it is that when I help someone it's really the universe through me helping the universe and the other person back to the universe and them it's kind of God fixing God in the form of God and God <laughs> wait hold on a sec Okay, you went from universe to God to this to that. Like, help, just slow, slow down a sec. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like... Uh, but that's also like, you know, I give people some strategies and some wisdom or whatever. But the main thing is I tune people up to a vibrational level where as you say, you, you, you already said it actually, you said it perfectly. My, I always say my job is done when the other person uh, feels that they can competently... Um, sort out their own problems by trusting um, their own intuition mm. when they can when they trust themselves and they trust that they can fix their problems then I'm done then they reach a vibrational uh, vibrational frequency of optimism and they've and they've reached a trust level in their intuition which is uh, where they start to where it starts to be actionable and they can take action from it. From that place. Right. So when they yeah. believe that they can make a difference and when they trust in the thing that can make them make a difference, then I have, don't have anything more to do. So I'm never really... But come on, Turin. There's always another level. And you know that in your own life, in your own kind of work with yourself. Yeah, but I'm not trying to make people see the universe in its purest form. I'm usually trying to get them to 
uh, be able to just live their lives. What do you hope? Well, why not? If somebody could, if somebody could through you, have access to that, why not give that to them? Because they're not ready, or because. Well, first of all, because I'm not at the level where I can do that yet. Because I'm not, that's not where I am. Like I, I am a seeker on the path and I can teach other people to be seekers on the path. So I, I generally teach people stuff that I've already mastered. And life for me, sorting out life, feeling yourself, having healthy boundaries, having healthy relationships, that's not a problem for me at all. That's easy. It's just listening to yourself, taking action, trusting yourself. So that's, I have complete mastery over that part, so I teach people that. I don't have complete mastery over the spiritual part at all. I just know some things. And um, so I don't really attract those kind of people because that's not, I can't lead them there yet, so to speak. Hmm. But the small stuff is easy enough. Uh, because what I can help people with is trusting themselves and... Uh, <clears throat> Releasing. Yeah, releasing, trauma, letting go, letting all these go. things. I, I, can, I, yeah. I can help people with that part. Yeah. I can help them live well, but I can't necessarily help them, you know, go beyond the veil. Not yet. Not yet. We're getting there, but not yet. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> that's, that's a work in progress. But to, to teach people about this wonderful thing that the more, the more you become aware of your emotions and your thoughts and your actions and your body, the more you start to understand yourself, everything about yourself. Why do certain things happen? What drains your energy? What gives you energy? What's good for you? What's bad for you? Who should you spend your time with? Who shouldn't you? What should you be doing with your life? Why do these key things keep happening? The greatest gift that I can give to anyone is that of awareness is that, you know, start looking at what's happening in your life, what's happening inside you. Why will you let anything happen inside you without you seeing it? That's like having a department run when there's no, there's no leader to oversee what's going on, then the longer that goes on, the more it just, it just becomes chaos. And it becomes chaos because you act from your emotions or thoughts or mind. Yeah, because there's no higher perspective. It is the, the people on the ground are, are expected to take decisions that can't be seen from their position, right? And it's so like, it's it, like having a guy on the ground trying to lead the helicopter. But he can't see anything from, from there. Unless he's got like a remote control with a <coughs> video on the top, like a drone type thing. Right, right, right. But then it, even then he can... Thanks for destroying my metaphor. <laughs> yeah, but I, even if it is that way, he can then still see it from, from the perspective from above. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> definitely does... <laughs> 
So how how would you how would you guide people to see see from that place for to be the leader of their <laughs> their department, so to speak, or their mind, or their emotions, or their thoughts? <clears throat> how would you? How would I? Yeah. Well, we talked about this earlier, right? And at the at the core. At the core of it is like understanding or not even understanding actually just noticing or observe like people di different words noticing observing it's the more or less the same thing of being able to come out of well, not out of yourself but able to notice your thoughts or your emotions or your body or your sensations or what is going on with within your being from a place of uh, distancing basically that's and, and 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 ways of doing that is just you know by going from the place of like I, I am this thing like I am um, yeah I don't know what would you say <laughs> I am I am the emotion I am I am angry yeah I'm, I'm angry I'm frustrated or I'm sad or whatever it is to this thing of like, like I, I'm, noti I'm noticing that I'm feeling that anger. I'm noticing I'm having that thought. And uh, that's, that's I guess like the initial part. Maybe you can add some more layers onto that. Um, you, well, you said something interesting earlier. If I can, uh, you were talking about being stressed. Can I yeah. share some? Yeah. yeah. So you were saying like, oh yeah, I've been a little stressed and then I've been sort of, and I've been noticing that I've been stressed for a while and then I discover later on that I was stressed, you know, before. And it's just an interesting thing because the whenever you start to observe yourself more, you'll invariably have this experience, and that is that first you'll realize a week later that you were an idiot that day <laughs> and that your anger was controlling you, right? And then it'll take six days, then it'll take five days, four days, three days, two days, one day, Suddenly, you'll realize it 16 hours later, 17 hours, 18 hours. Suddenly, you realize it one hour later, 30 minutes later, 10 minutes, 5 minutes later. And with enough time, you'll start to realize it while it's happening. You might not be able to stop because you're still taken, but at a part of you knows this is not good. Mm. And then at some point, you get to the very, very, very exciting point where you, where you start to realize it before it happens. And that means your awareness is in your mind ground, so to speak, before the emotion arises. So as the anger arises, you're like, oh, there's anger. And then you don't get involved with it because now it's just a thing in, in you, whereas before it was, it was you. Can so I, you, you can went, I, can, you, I, can I just, yeah. <laughs> I just want to, and you can keep going. I, I'm kind of reminded of this. Um, I was doing this, uh, you know, meditation retreat thing for like eight days or something like that. Yeah. Indo Buddhism thing, and in that they did this exercise thing where you're, you're like imagining yourself as the as like the ocean, and from the perspective of the ocean. You're like looking up at the waves 
and each wave represents like a thought or emotion. And some of the work that we're doing within that exercise was to notice or observe the wave before it crashed, before it kind of like came down. And so observing Jesus it. Jesus Christ, what a metaphor. Holy shit, I would, <clears throat> I would fail already at that complex visualization <laughs> exercise. Like holy moly. But you know, with what you're saying, like observing it or being like in your awareness before it actually crashes. Yeah. And so the wave represents like, when it crashes, it's like, I'm doing a probably no, botchy job at this. No, you're doing it great. It's just, I just find these, these really elaborate visualization exercises just like, like poor people like me who can't visualize. Like <laughs> imagine the ocean, now imagine the waves on top of the waves at the bottom in the sky and you're like, what the hell is going on here? I can't. You ba you're basically just observing the wave before it crashes from the ocean. But it's, but it's emotions instead. Yeah, or emotions or thoughts, whatever you want. Right, to. right. Yeah. So, anyway, I've <laughs> just gone off on a tantrum about... I'm like, this could be really helpful, and then it just ends up being... No, what you said was perfect. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at, like, this... All right, just, Con just, yeah. continue going. Continue. Sorry. No, no, so, yeah, so... So you come from that place of... Uh... Yeah, so your point was that you'd done an exercise where you're supposed to try and observe it before it happened, right? Yeah. Like before it took... Before it crashes. So the, cra the crash is like... And what does crashing mean? What, what, does, what does it mean in this metaphor? Before it like grabs you or comes or... I'm <laughs> like, I want to do the metaphor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so, the, so you imagine like the wave, noticing it, like as it, as it, as it peaks right. and you're noticing it. Okay, so, and by noticing it, Sometimes it doesn't have to like kind of come down because it just, it can be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Okay. So yeah. No, um, I'm sure this is helpful to, uh, to people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. You just keep going to him and I've just, uh, <laughs> lost, lost you completely. No, no. I understand. I just think it's funny. <clears throat> So yeah, um, but I think a lot of people agree with you. It's 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 probably a really good metaphor. I just I I'm not too good at metaphors if you have to like visualize them. But anyway, uh, so so it's so interesting that anyone who starts on the conscious path just just sees how the time it takes to realize what has happened, what is happening, what is about to happen is mm. shortened. Mm. And that's just the work. There's nothing else. It just the time just gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. And any time that's shorter makes it easier to deal with. You can apologize faster if you know if you've done something stupid. You can. The speed, your consciousness becomes fast, uh, faster and faster until it's eventually faster than the emotion itself. Until you get to a point where you're about to do a certain behavior, and you realize that you become aware of that before you're doing it. Yeah. And so then you just. Not, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and the interesting thing is, and this is something people have to learn, especially old school spiritual people have to understand this, is you don't have to stop yourself from doing bad things. When you become aware of some, something, if, if you become aware that you're doing something bad, awareness is intelligent in itself, which means that when you become aware that you're doing something bad, you will stop by yourself. You don't need to control or discipline yourself. You don't need to avoid evil, because intelligence cannot do evil things. So... <laughs> 
Okay. Wow. So, so we're going to have to go into this. So this what is what do very, you mean by this? Intelligence right. cannot do in, intel like bad things or evil things. That's why the lowest, the lowest spiritual paths have rules. The highest spiritual paths don't have rules because they know that the, the rule is awareness, and awareness is intelligent. Intelligent prevents you from being bad. And <clears throat> there's a lot of layers to this. One interesting layer is the if you put your if you put your hand on the on the hot stove, right? Hmm. The instant you realize that your hand is on the stove, your body will remove your hand because it's burning. Yeah. And if you want to keep your hand on the stove anyway for whatever reason, or you want to go in an ice bath or whatever, you want to endure some pain, then you have to distract yourself because your body is literally trying to remove your hand because you're damaging your hand. So the body has an the body and that is to say awareness has an inbuilt intelligence. So if you're completely absorbed in something else and you don't notice your hand is burning, you're not gonna move your hand. But the moment the pain is registered, your hand is already moving even before you realize it. So awareness happens in the space, in, like it happens before the... Awareness, yeah, awareness happens before thinking, but also awareness, awareness, awareness uh, innately avoids that which is bad for you. And so, and that's why, why awareness is such an interesting thing and such a miracle cure. Because, for example, if you have negative thinking, you might think, oh, I got to be aware of my thoughts and I got to deal with my trauma. I got to do all kinds of things, whatever. Hmm. But interestingly, you don't. All you have to do is become more aware. More aware of the more, thoughts, aware of the emotions. Or, more aware of what's happening. Yeah. If you found, find yourself thinking negatively, you can't keep doing it. Because what happens when you, when you become aware of a negative thought and you're like, oh, you know, I'm so jealous, this person is an idiot or whatever. When you see clearly that you are engaging in negativity, hmm. you feel in your body how this jealousy or anger or grudge, whatever it is, is negatively stressing your body. Because believe me, it is, it is directly injecting poisonous chemicals into you when you're hmm. thinking negatively. Which That's, is affecting your nervous system, which yeah, affects you can, your... And you can feel this. This is not something I make up. It, it, it comes as you become more aware of your body. So... Your intelligence say, says, stop this. This is, you're poisoning yourself. And so then you stop it. So awareness is the miracle cure that fixes everything because it has in itself, awareness is seeing, but it's not just seeing, it's also understanding. And another way we can prove that is, right now, if someone bangs a drum somewhere here, then even if I'm sitting here talking to you, when I hear that sound, I'll instantly know that it's a drum. I don't have to think about it. And if a bird sings right after, I'll know that it's a bird. And if I know something about birds, if five different birds sing, I'll know exactly which bird is singing. But that happens in between the thinking, before the thinking. It happens before the thinking. Before it's the thinking, it's yeah. instant recognition because yeah. awareness not only perceives, but it distinguishes. So that is to say awareness not only sees, but it also understands. That is a part of awareness. <clears throat> so when you become aware you not only become aware you become wise it is built into awareness hmm. so that's why it's the only thing that is the one thing that is enough you never need to do anything other than become aware you could say that you need to accept also but we say accept yourself love yourself but it's not entirely true what we're saying is let go of judgment because awareness doesn't know anything about accepting or judging it's just clear awareness when you hear the bird singing you don't have any opinion on it. It's just direct experience, right? So you can say the, the, the pillar of 
what we're talking about right now is awareness yeah and the direct experience of that yeah is everything and then the other things kind of come around that acceptance or yeah action or there there are secondaries there are subsidiaries it, for a spirituality there are only two paths it is you can either enter through awareness or through love devotion faith whatever you want to call it and that's going to be our next podcast that's going to be the next episode yeah so i talk a lot about the path of awareness because that's my path and it's your path if awareness has never made sense to you then you have to you have to walk the path of faith love devotion whatever you want to call it and that's a different path um but when you say if awareness doesn't make sense to you yeah how could it not make sense to you because that's 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 just what we are always human beings have the <coughs> have the ability to well we're just that that is uh, as being a human being that's isn't that just a part of us well of course you can go into different paths of that but we all have this awareness we all have this ability to notice to kind of uh do what we're basically talking about today well it's it's a little bit uh you can compare it to being introverted or extroverted it's sort of the same thing certain people awareness is a self referential practice so awareness goes into yourself some people are just not interested in themselves in that way they are interested in other people so it's much easier for them to do something which has something to do with other people and that's where this love that's what love devotion and faith is about it's about uh, it's about making another person or god or deity or whatever the object of your energy so awareness you make yourself the object um and you make you know your senses the object or whatever but if you are if it's more natural for you to make someone else your object then that's another way to do it because whether you fill yourself up with awareness or you fill yourself fill, fill yourself up with love the result is the same your mind goes quiet and after a while you recognize what you truly are so the path is the same it means to bring all your being into either awareness or into love and then when the mind is so quiet that you can go hours without thoughts then the mind which cannot normally see itself it experiences itself and that's enlightenment that's when you you've always been seeing the world but now you finally see what is seeing you see what it is that's seeing <laughs> uh because your soul is like your eye if you imagine a world without mirrors you can see everything but you can't see your own eye you can see other people's eyes you can't see your own eye so if you didn't have a mirror you might not know that your eyes existed yet you see everything but if the world was completely empty if there was nothing to see anywhere then you might become aware of your own vision because there's nothing to distract you nothing to pull you away from the fact that you're seeing and so in the same way all spirituality is about having thoughts disappear so much so that nothing can distract you from the fact that you are here and then you can become aware of yourself and since you're really invisible your soul is like a window right wait all right so, so now so, we've gone now we've gone from this to invisible right right so you're and you need to like kind of your, your, your soul is like a window yeah so let's imagine that i'm in a house you're in a house right 
We can only see the walls, so it's not very interesting. <clears throat> so we make a window. But we can't, we can't see through the window unless there's space. So we have space, but then all the box and everything come in and that's not good. So we need, we need some kind of way to look outside without anything be able to come in. So we have this glass panel. Now, if the glass panel is completely clear, we can't actually see the window, but the window is this transparent material that allows us to look into the world, right? Mm. So a truly cl a clean window cannot be seen, but it allows you to see the world outside your house. Mm. Your soul is stuck inside the house of your body. And for it to see the world, it must look through your senses. But your senses are transparent. You cannot see your eyes, you cannot hear your ears, you cannot taste your tongue, you cannot feel your feeler, whatever. You cannot smell your nose. All your senses are transparent so that you can see them. And the thing that observes your senses, you know, if you have these six windows, which are your senses, or five windows, the, the one that sits in the middle and observes these windows cannot be seen either because that is the one you see through. So that is like the core, core one. But if we imagine that, that outside these windows, there was nothing, then if you were to look long enough, then it's possible you would become aware that there's glass. Because there's nothing outside the window. The neighbors aren't walking by. There aren't cute couples walking past, birds flying, dogs, whatever. There's nothing outside the window. Then you might be aware that you're looking at a window. Then you might be aware of the transparent material that the window is made of. So the big trick here in life, the, the culmination of spirituality, is to see the thing that you see with, see through. And it has to be invisible because if you could see yourself, then guess what would happen? There would be a big fat person in front of all your senses. You couldn't see anything. Like your vision would just have a person in it, which was you. If you were an update to yourself, you wouldn't be able to see, hear, or anything. Because you would be in your way. So the only way for you to be able to see anything, you have to be transparent. Okay. And because you're transparent, you don't notice yourself and the world takes all your attention. You spend all your life running after things in the world and you don't find yourself and you feel something's missing. So spirituality is the, is the, uh, the quest for the spirit and the spirit is not in this world in the way that anything else is. It's invisible. It's very hard to find. And that's why we use these methods of getting rid of distractions and the only real distraction. You might think the world is a distraction, but the world is not really a distraction. But thinking is a distraction. Big distraction? Yeah. Because once thinking is gone, even if you look in the world, you're just really looking at your own mind. Mm. And so it's not difficult to realize yourself when everything you see is just you. <laughs> How could I ever add anything to that? Oh! <laughs> right. So I would love to, to, uh, to kind of just say like, whoever actually uh, is able to kind of uh, how would you say like um, <laughs> stomach that or kind of like kind of take that in then um, please just like uh, <laughs> write to us <laughs> or yeah. just we would love to hear your experience from that actually and and what shifted it within you yeah we'd love to have a, more that, we'd love to have more conversations with our community we might have to find a better portal to do it through than our Facebook group maybe someone has a good idea of how we can do it. Maybe we need a website or something, but we need, we, we'd love to have more 
interactions with our community because we are people that love to talk to people. <laughs> that's that's what what we enjoy, right? Yeah. But thank you for sharing that too. And there was there was a thank you for letting me rant. As that I was an enlightening rant, and yeah. uh, I don't want to. I want to put any words more around it because I'm like I just want to give that space to kind of be, and for people listening to kind of just like replay that a few times <laughs> and be like, okay. let that sink in. Yeah, let that sink in a bit. Yeah, but it's it's also experiencing that, like what you're talking about now. It's it's also being in your own experience in in that. Because you can talk about it, mm. but actually to experience that from yourself, that's that's different, isn't it? Yeah. To have the direct experience of what you're talking or yeah, sharing you, or guiding. You, you, technically, you cannot experience it. <laughs> <laughs> technically, spirituality is a non-experience, <laughs> but it's the only non-experience in the world. So in that way it's very significant and it's significant enough that you'll notice that you're experiencing nothing because it's so different from ordinary experience so because it's a non it's the only non-experience that's what makes it experienceable but it's not actually an experience it's you like completely lost me <laughs> well it's like checking out for a few seconds right it's like when you fall asleep except you're not falling asleep Anyway, I think that's, that's enough. enough <laughs> we can't deep into that. I think this is enough for this episode. Yeah. But uh, spirituality is the hunt for the invisible. That's why it's so difficult. And anyone who tells you about the soul or the core or the true self or whatever, know that they don't know what they're talking about. If they're making it into an object, they have no idea what they're talking about. But you said love and devotion. That's, that's <clears> the... Uh, love and devotion is the, is the, the title of our uh, new reggae album that's coming out uh, because actually, if you didn't know this already, Turban is actually very, very good with his guitar and oh, music, okay. and he sings. And uh, <laughs> okay. and actually, we need to like share some of your 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 recordings. It's uh, oh yeah, maybe. it's very moving. very moving. Yeah, I'll bring my guitar next time. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's enough uh, shock and awe for one episode. So I think we'll call it here. And uh, we just wanted to kind of um, close off on a on a note of. The importance of awareness, the importance of noticing, of observing your thoughts and emotions is absolutely the fundamental part of um, being being human, but also like this this path of like if you if you're challenged right now with any suit like a lot of um, yeah issues in your life, and whether it's relationships, whether it's you're feeling down about yourself, whether you have some trauma whatever that is you know this awareness this is this is really the the pillar the the foundation the core of um moving through that or living with that or kind of uh being free of that thing and so that's it's just kind of something to reiterate of the why to kind of to show up and keep working on yourself in this place because this affects everything else in in life and um and it has in my life and it has also i believe in your life too oh yeah big time and actually i could i could oh not oh but like no i want to leave it at that actually i was just going to leave it at that yeah so uh yeah 
really uh really nice to be in person to and uh have this conversation and there's a lot of energy and a lot of kind of uh i don't know what i'm talking about now <laughs> <laughs> but um thanks for thanks for yeah being in this and sharing that yeah my pleasure as always yeah well that's, that's it, it for, for the, us. the conversation close to the earth You've been listening to The Conscious Caravan with Jonathan and Torbjörn. And if you are looking for help to live a more conscious life, you can reach out to one of us for a free therapy session where we can help you get from where you are now to where you want to be.